Late Night Conversations, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. Our guest is doing great things, Tato Mulope, who is co-founder and director of operations at Couplings Foundation, is on the line, ready to join us. We are talking about this foundation that is doing such great work for um, young girls and women across Africa by raising 7 million rands to distribute 25,000 reusable soft silicone menstrual cups. Tato, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Tato, are you there? Good evening, Tato. Seems we're having uh, gremlins with our lines again. I don't know whether it's load shedding or what it could be, but whatever it is, we're going to overcome because this is a great initiative and I do want to hear more about it. Let's try this one more time. Tato, good evening. Good evening, Melka. I know we are good. Thank you very much for joining us, and I'm glad we can finally hear you. Um, you're a man, but uh, we would usually associate us as um, organizations such as these that deal with menstruation and dignity of young girls and women with uh, other women. But a man taking this huge step to having um, a foundation such as yours, what has inspired you? You know, to be honest, I started as just a philanthropist. I used to help where I can, and I've been doing it now for over 10 years. And when we started the foundation, I was more in the background in terms of helping fundraising. But as we went into this, we realized very quickly that there needs to be a male voice adding to the conversation. We as men can't keep going. I No, it's not our problem. We just stay in the background. It's a, it's a female thing. We don't get involved. And so that's really where we then decided as a foundation that we I need to also step up and be able to speak out um, on the issues that we're tackling as a foundation together. So when did this foundation, Couplings Foundation, start and uh, the, the, the main objective of the foundation? Yeah, so originally we've been at it now for nine years doing research and development. And the reason why we took nine years is that we wanted to create a sustainable and long-term solution to period poverty. I think we all, we've all we all been part of a pad drive at some stage in our lives now. And um, what we wanted was we wanted to find something that was long-lasting. And so when we found menstrual cups, we took the time for the last nine years to actually see whether or not this thing does last 10 years. Um, and once we had realized, okay, cool, we've done our R&D, we, we know that a cup kit is going to last a girl 10 years. We then founded the foundation. It's been now close to the second year now that we've been active as a foundation. Okay, so you've done your research and development. You proved the fact that one cup can last for 10 years. Um, and, and these are obviously silicone caps. Were there any reactions? Because other women are allergic to, to silicone, or is it a, a very neutral and, and friendly for every woman to use? Yeah, so the silicone we use is the highest grade medical grade silicone. So it's the same type of silicone they would use if you wanted to go and have um, breast enlargement or any type of surgery. This is what doctors use in your body. So in terms of from a health perspective, the material we're using is much, much healthier than um, any other sanitary products material that's been used. Mm. So you create your own silicone caps as well? 
Yes, so what we went and did was when we started this, um, and just to give people a bit of background about menstrual cups, and so, and I had to learn this as a guy as well, so everything I'm saying here, it's been a long education, but basically menstrual cups come in three different sizes traditionally, so there's globally there's three sizes, and so over the years, everybody's been selling one cup at a time, and so when we came along, because we came from the perspective of a foundation we said we need to be able to give girls something that is inclusive and to give a girl a cup one cup for the ladies are listening is the equivalent of giving every girl maxi pads and saying everyone must use the same type of pad which we know is not realistic because women have different flows and so that's how we then decided look we need to give these girls all three cups at once in one kit and through that development is when we realized no one sells it. And so we had to then go straight to the manufacturers and essentially build a kit from scratch. How much uh, does a kit uh, cost typically or even the cost of one cup? So in the market for the kit that we have now, which has all three cups and the portable sterilizer pot in it and a carry pouch, that if you were to actually just go into the market and want to buy it yourself, you'd probably buy a cup that are between 500 to 600 rand for one cup. So if you're trying to get all three cups because you've got a different flow, um, you're then spending 600 per cup plus again another 400 rand for a sterilizer pot. And so all in all, you end up paying 2,000 rand for the equivalent of the kit that we now have for 300 rand for young girls. Wow, that's that's amazing. The fact that it's so cost effective. My my question is here, right, Tato, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of South African women aren't using cups. Is it perhaps because of the pricing of the cups or is it because we are not fully educated around the cups? I think it's a combination of both. So on the one hand, you've got the price for a cup is it's like I said, it's around 600 bucks, right? And with that 600, you're not guaranteed that the cup you're going to buy is the right fit for you. That's number one. And so right now, buying a cup is a bit of a gamble because you don't know if that cup's going to fit you. That's the one thing. And so, and the second thing, like you say, it's the education around it. There's not enough education around menstrual cups, let alone there's not enough education around menstrual health. And so women are kind of just sticking with what they know, which is fair. But I think the more we spend time trying to educate women to say, listen, there is an alternative, there is something you can use that is healthier, then we're finding from our experience that as soon as women know about it, they want it. And so that's really the biggest gap is the education. And how are you guys uh, taking this education out, especially because you want to make sure that uh, your cup set reaches 25,000 women? Mm. So we've got it's sort of two planes that we're trying to fill, right? So there's the one hand where we're trying to educate girls in villages and townships and the girls who really can't afford access to menstrual health products. And then there's the other side of the coin, which is the everyday woman, the woman that works at a bank, the woman that works at your big companies, even they don't know about cups. And until we get that information out to both sides of um, the social circle, 
we're really going to struggle to get women to understand that this is safe and this is that there are millions of women out in the world that are using this already. Mm. Um, how are you going to be raising 7 million rand? It's a huge ask. And what time frame have you given yourselves? Right. So we do what we call every year our um, Cupkin's Christmas Challenge. Right. We started it last year and it's almost an annual fundraiser. It's the one time of the year where we raise funds working with the public. The rest of the year, we rather prefer partnerships because like you say, it's a big ask to try and reach that bigger target just from, you know, one-on-one fundraising. So our target is not, it's, it's for December, but it's not necessarily bound to December. And so we actually look for partnerships moving forward. But during our campaign, I need to tell you about our Pink Nails Challenge that we're doing. Yeah, it sounds exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so tomorrow we're actually launching what we're calling our Pink Nails Challenge, which is essentially we're challenging men to either paint their nails pink or make a donation this Christmas towards that 25,000. All right, I'm saying men donate towards the 25,000 rand. <laughs> Don't shock us <laughs> with pink nails or do both. Donate and yeah. paint those nails pink. And the reason why we want them, we went with pink nails is that, like we've just said now, education and awareness is, to us right now, is just as as making a donation because the more people actually know about the issues that girls are facing, the more institutions and the more organizations can get involved because that's really how we're going to be able to end period poverty for good. We need the bigger players to come to the party and we're asking men to let Let's have a united voice for this purpose. Mm, oh, my goodness. So uh, after this uh, drive, uh, do you feel that we'll be closer to that 7 million rand? We're definitely getting close. I mean, we've had um, we've been engaging now with um, local municipalities as well that are looking to get involved because at the end of the day, this is the end of period poverty. What we're doing now is we're we're taking the... For the last 10 years or even longer, we've all been, we want to combat period poverty. And that's not sustainable. And so with this project, a lot of stakeholders are seeing that this is an opportunity for us now to end the conversation and say that we as a nation, we've ended period poverty now. Our girls don't have to worry about buying pads or tampons or anything like that. At least for the next 10 years, once they've received a cup. Which communities are you targeting? So currently we... Um, we launched. We're, we're launching with the Royal Buffaloing Nation. Um, we're doing the entire. So they've come on board to essentially help us cover the entire Royal Buffaloing Nation. So every school within there will have will get a kit and they'll get their workshops as well, which is a big part of our program. And by the end of next year, they should be able to say that no girl buys pads. We're also working with um, Bowen Foundation. They are looking to start covering areas closest to their development. So they've already sponsored school at school in Mamelodi and at school in Tempisa. Um, and then there's tribes as well that are getting involved. We've got the Amasubi tribe, which is for us very interesting because we're starting to see a um, change in how the traditional leaders are also looking at this as a solution to some of the issues that they have to face. 
Wow, so it's going to be a far reach, uh, Tato, um, in terms of this 25,000 young ladies that you are going to, um, you know, incorporate. Um, and I'm, I'm glad, I'm really glad that you have taken up this uh, great uh, step. And you've also got a lot of support uh, from uh, various groups, uh, traditional leaders and communities who are saying, here we are. We want to work with you. And this really brings comfort. There will be a huge change in South Africa. For people who say they want to buy uh, your pack for their, for themselves, for their daughters, uh, for their nieces, how do they get in touch with you and where do they buy? Yes, so if you'd like to buy a pack, you can just simply go on our website, which is www.couplings.com. And what happens is for everyone that buys a pack, we also donate a pack. So when you buy your own pack, we then also take a pack and we donate it to a girl in need. So by simply just buying your own pack, you're also making a donation towards a girl in need. And it ships straight to you. So all you got to do is just order online and then your cups will be shipped straight to your doorstep. Excellent. Okay, how do we get you online? Um, simply just go to www.couplings.com. You'll find all the information is on there and also our Christmas challenge is also on there as well. Thank you so very much for joining us, uh, Tato. More strength to your bow. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time this evening.